Hey guys, while it's fresh in your mind, head on over to vincesfreebook.com. You'll get a free copy of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. It's a timeless resource that every gym owner needs in their toolbox to be able to get more clients and make more money for their business. If you love this podcast, you will love, love, love this book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Head on over to vincesfreebook.com to get it. Thanks. What's up, guys? Hope you're having a good week. I uh, got a cool one for you today. It came from uh, something I did earlier in the week. I uh, was on a webinar called The Meeting of the Minds uh, that was sponsored through Perform Better. And uh, the great people at Perform Better assembled myself, Pat Rigsby, Rachel Cosgrove, and Mark Fisher all on a panel to talk about business and what they did was they just kind of brought the four of us up on a zoom call and and peppered us with questions um there was a lot of the questions they had us write down a few of the questions uh some of the questions we had you know from the audience but there's one of the questions i really liked that we didn't actually get to and i believe it was from Pat. I'm not sure. Um, but it was basically, how do you compete with franchises? What are you doing as a business to compete with franchises? You see the orange theories of the world, the nine rounds, the, um, what's the one F 45s of the world that are, you know, they, they got, you know, hit hard by COVID, but they're coming back, you know, kind of strong. And, um, you know, it's, it's one thing to, you know, have competition in terms of Peloton and at home stuff, but Hey, the, 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 the franchises are our competition in the brick and mortar space. So it's something definitely to pay attention to, but in the reality, if you try and play the exact same game that they're playing and you don't have really, really deep pockets and endless marketing budget that you can put towards branding, which is a bunch of hogwash anyway, um, it's going to be very hard to kind of run neck and neck. So gym owners like myself, right? As a consultant, I'm still a gym owner, right? I'm a New Jersey based gym that does small group personal training. Um, we have to find ways to compete against the bigger guys that have a lot more resources than, than we do. So I got three ways for you to compete with these, um, large, you know, a lot of them private equity backed money, um, companies that are, are coming in to your neighborhood and, um, coming in at a, at a, at a big rate. And the reason why private equity, you know, they like these things because one, they love the real estate that they're in Two, they love the margins. Cause a lot of them, you know, do large group. They don't have high end coaches in there. So they, you know, they got one coach that's in there with a microphone that's got 75 people. Margins are going to be pretty good. Um, so how do we compete? One, um, the first thing is celebrity. Now you may be thinking, um, all right, celebrity, like what? Do I have to go out and get someone from the New York Yankees? No, no I'm talking about you. And I've talked about this many, many times before with my mastermind. If you want to separate yourself from the pack, from, you know, just an average business, um, becoming a, and I'm not talking about a national celebrity, but becoming a local celebrity. 
someone that's very, very known in your community, someone that's visible, someone that's respected, someone that is uh, connected. That is one of the things that some of these franchises can't do, right? A lot of these franchises, there's not a face of any of these franchises. Um, Maybe they have like a celebrity, you know, thing like, you know, they had Subway, had Jared and stuff like that. I don't even know of any of them that do. I think 45 does have Marky Mark, but he's kind of behind the scenes, it seems. Right. But so a lot of them don't have a figurehead. And a lot of times the people that own these franchises, they're not even trainers, Right? They're just money guys that are just trying to make a buck and they look at these gyms as investment properties and investment, you know, a place to park their money where they can get a better return on a franchise than they could in the market. So that's what they're doing, right? So they're not even caring who goes in there. They just want to see what the numbers do and what the data does, right? So how can you differentiate? Well, people are connected to people. And if you can elevate your level of status, your level of celebrity in your community, it's going to be something that's going to completely set you apart from some of these franchises out there. Um, The best way to do this is through public speaking. There's no really argument there. It's if you want to really become known, you get out in front of people. And this was what I did when I started my business. I went out and I would speak and I started at, you know, the, uh, the really, really small, um, boardroom that the PAL commissioners would all gather around and I would go and speak in front of eight people. And, you know, then it all of a sudden turned into ACL clinics. And then it turned into, I was the keynote speaker for my middle school career day, Right. Uh, and, and then and then it turned into obviously speaking on a, on a more national stage for the fitness industry. That's a different market. But um, I became known through that. I became known in the community as someone that, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy can get up there and say things that sound pretty good. Uh, and so so that's number one is speaking. The second thing is writing a book. Uh, a lot of times people think, oh, I can't sit down and write a book. Um, my first book was a collection of emails that I had written over the course of several years. So you don't need to write an Amazon bestseller. You don't need to write a three, 400 page book. You just need a book, right? You need, uh, you know, a cover, you need some words in there. It needs to not be crap, but here's the secret on the book. A lot of times people don't even read them anyway, but the fact that you have a book, right, really can elevate your level of celebrity status uh, in, in your community. So I have a lot of the guys in my mastermind, I've been talking about this and barking at them this for years. And, and many of them are starting to follow suit. Many of them are starting to put the wheels in motion of regular speaking, of, uh, of writing books, of you know, creating good relationships with important people and doing joint partnerships and out there in the community, being active in the community, they're out there and they're elevating their level of, of celebrity in their, in their community. So I really think that that's a, that's one big key differentiator for you to compete with these franchises. The second one is your relational equity. Um, a lot of the franchises are very process driven. If you look like a, an orange theory, it's very process driven, right? There's, 
you know, a very, is, a, is an exact amount of rowers, an exact amount of this, an exact amount of that. It's very, very system driven. And while that's very, very beneficial for scaling, um, it, it gets a little tougher for these people to create long-term relations. So the second one is um, your relationships with your members and really also the relationship with your community and other businesses in the community and things like that. And what this builds is this builds something called relational equity. And never before has relational equity been so valuable than COVID-19? And if you really think about it, right, some of you have been open for 10 years and all of a sudden your business shuts down and you're telling people to pay you three to $400 a month for Zoom, for a Zoom call, like you're going to continue to charge what you're currently charging for Zoom calls. And you had a very, very, very large percentage of your membership probably say, yeah, I'm going to do that. Well, that is what happened. It's not that you created this unbelievable online virtual program that people were so into, right? One, they had no choice and they wanted to keep working out. But two, they believed in you and they had a relationship with you and your business. And that was the real thing. That was the big thing that got people to stay. I know this happened to my own business and I know this happened for many, many of the mastermind members is they got through COVID-19 on relational equity and the gyms that went out of business, the ones that I saw, the owners that I knew that went under during COVID-19, um, they did not do a good job of this over the, the lifespan of their business. They just didn't. They just weren't Maybe they weren't people people, if that's a word, right? They just, they weren't good at creating good long-term relationships. They didn't have a lot of long-term lifer members. Um, and, and I think that, that that stuff is is very, very, very important and something that some of these franchises is not able to do. Uh, one of the things that you need to do in building this relational equity is make sure it's not just coming from you, but that it's coming from your staff. And uh, the book I have all my team members read when they get hired is how to win friends and influence people. It's a mandatory read and something that, you know, we make sure that everyone understands the principles in there. But if you want to learn how to build better relationships, look no further than than reading that book. So that is uh, the second way that you can compete um, with franchises. And the third one is is flexibility. As I said before, like Orange Theory, they have 20 rowers and 20 treadmills, right? And they have a certain amount of, they, they can't go and buy a new piece of equipment just because they want to. Um, so the, a lot of these franchises, they're, they're very fixed in what they can do and they kind of have the handcuffs on them. And I believe this hurt them a lot uh, during COVID-19, not just from a, a process standpoint, um, but from a marketing standpoint as well. Um, and the ben- one of the benefits as we have is, is, is speed of implementation. Meaning we can go out and we can change things to our programming. We can add new services. We can take services away. Our businesses can be very, very, very flexible. And while you don't want to be doing that every you know, minute of the day in terms of changing things, you do want some stability in your business. Um, Speed of implementation and your ability to adapt and adjust um, is something some of these bigger companies are not able to do 
as fast as you. And what this creates is this creates more a more creative business. This creates more um, change. This creates more um, keeping it more fresh for your clients and your clients appreciate that versus it's very easy for some of these um, franchises to, to just get bored. I mean, I know if I trained at Orange Theory, I'd probably get really bored of just running on a treadmill and then going on a bike and then going over waving around the 10-pound dumbbells and then doing that all over again and doing that every day. That would be really, really boring um, to me at least. I know it's not boring to some but we we have that flexibility where we can keep things fresh and that's one of the things of why you can keep people for the long haul. So that's like your just a quick thing, but I had a really great great time. I mean, I learned a ton. I mean, I was on this call as a presenter, but you know, I was listening to guys like Pat Rigsby and Mark Fisher and Rachel uh Cosgrove uh and and I'm like taking notes at the same time that these guys are talking and it was a really really cool thing so you should check out the hopefully you can get access to the um to the recording of that um send me an email vince at gabrielfitness.com and i can see if i can shoot that to you but it's uh it's what perform better is doing right now to to bridge the gap to until we get back to live events um, so obviously, you know, the, the, the zoom calls and the webinars have been great, but the, there's really nothing that, that beats live events. I mean, we had our last live event with the mastermind, um, back in July and it was, it was like magic. There was magic in the room and we got our, our, other, our next one coming up in, um, in November, like, and everyone's fired up and ready to go and very excited so um, the, these live events are, are, are very important. It's very important for you to get, you know, belly to belly with other gym owners and other business owners to be able to have these, you know, very insightful, deep conversations to help you, you know, learn about your business and learn about yourself. So hopefully that uh, gave you some insight as to how you compete uh, with these franchises, but don't get intimidated by these guys. You know, there's a lot of things that they have, but there's a lot of things also that they don't have that should make you feel um, pretty good about the situation that you're in right now. So hopefully this is helpful and I'll see you next week. Peace. Hey guys, while it's fresh in your mind, head on over to Vince's free book. Com. You'll get a free copy of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. It's a timeless resource that every gym owner needs in their toolbox to be able to get more clients and make more money for their business. If you love this podcast, you will love, love, love this book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Head on over to Vince's Freebook.com to get it. Thanks.